See what stout does to you, a lid off stout? Were you, were you smoking the ice or what? I'm getting myself in the mood for jail, mate. These house smashed for you. You were Actually, more smashed than Wes for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. <laughs> if anyone's listening, it's not easy just to edit something out. Yeah, that'll be a bleep. <laughs> anyway, anyway. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Banter Over Whiskey. So uh, for those just tuning in for the first time, I'm John, a.k.a. Whiskey and Sound. I'm joined by Adrian, that whiskey place. I'm also joined Dang by Fred, Banter Over Whiskey, and also Wes, Bearded Distiller. So... Howdy. Thanks all for joining. Um, we may have surprise uh, visitors join us later. We'll see how it all goes, though. But we're going to kick right off into it because, you know what, it is start of the week times. I think it is start of the week. Is it Tuesday? Wednesday? Wednesday. You know what? I've lost track of the days ever since I've become a, um, a father for the first time, seven weeks in. That's definitely been a whole heap of fun. And, um, yeah, so I'll keep in mind today's Wednesday. Tonight's Wednesday. So on that note, I really want to get straight into the whiskey. What's in a glass? Adrian, what's up your yes, glass? Man. You tell us. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, look, tonight's a little bit special, I thought, because it's just us. And uh, in my glass tonight, I actually have uh, not one, but two glasses. I'm doing a little side-by-side -side experiment uh, purely for me. In glass number one, I have the Lagavulin Offerman edition. Batch hey. one, which was from the Whiskey Club a while ago. And uh, pretty sure you can all guess what might be in my second glass. No, you're not yeah. seeing double. It's the Lagavulin Nick Offerman Batch 2. So um, the second one from the Whiskey Club. So, ah, yeah, so I'll be giving those a bit of a taste. I haven't actually tried them as yet because they're still airing in the glass at the moment. But um, we'll be making my way through those tonight. So that's what's in my glass. And, uh, yes, Brad, will that... Quickly duck over to you and see what you've got, mate. Be, before I talk about what I've got, um, I'm, I'm a bit jealous because I didn't get that first one, and um, I love the, I love the second one. The second batch is it's phenomenal um, for me, and and a few people that I've spoken to have said that the first one's even better than the second. So yeah, I'm really yeah, jealous. I was a big fan of. I was a big fan of the first There's, one. Um, there's not much left for the first one, I can tell you. It's been really hard to hang on to it. Uh, I'm sitting at about there, just just above the bottom of the label. So maybe enough for one sample if you're nice. But yeah, we'll see. Oh, you okay. go, <laughs> hey, you, you'll you'll finish that tonight, I reckon, through the podcast. Um, <laughs> so so what have I got in my glass? Well, I've actually got something a little bit different tonight. So um, you guys can't see on on the podcast, but um, uh, that are listening, sorry, um, but I've got a um, a uh, copper copper mule gar glass, um, and in it um, is a what uh, the standard term is a Moscow mule. Um, that's with vodka, um, lime, and ginger beer. Um, but I've actually got a bit of uh, gin that's been aged in whiskey barrel um, from our friends at um, Wild River Mountain Distillery. Um, Very nice. Yeah. And and I can tell you, I don't know if you've tried it, Wes, um, but it's a bloody good drink. Um, mm. 
Jeez, Adrian, you like you talk about on a summer day um, having a um, what was it a twofold and a, a kombucha. Um, this is the same sort of thing. It's um, really just tasty and and um, thirst quenching. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it. It's actually my second one. So yeah. wait, hang on, rewind yeah. that back again. What uh, what was that with the kombucha? Uh, Star with twofold, is it? Uh, oh, really? yeah. Starwood twofold with the ginger and lemon kombucha and a big slice of lime in a pint wow. glass with a bit of ice on a summer's day. Fantastic. But hey, wow. I sh- wow. should have told you probably probably should have told you a month ago because it's getting a bit cold now. But hey, look, you can give it a go. You should have Each told to me. I'm a big bottle, fan of it. The bottle was empty. It's sitting next to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's cheap enough. You Fair can cool. go get another one, mate. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I can tell you, I, I did actually before I before I put it into a mule, I uh, yep. did have a taste of this um, whiskey barrel aged gin over ice. Um, oh man, I know it, you like Wes. I think you were saying it. It it's a mind plays tricks with your mind. Yeah, um, yeah it is a little bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, but it. Um, yeah, cool. Um, and and I think you said that it's got the it, you get you get a ginger flavour come through. I, yeah. I'm not sure why, but absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's and it's not a it's not one uh, like I'm not a big fan of ginger, um, but it, that that stuff's yeah, it's really good. I only got two bottles of it. I, I, I might have to go back and get some more. So and yeah, it's good it's stuff. Cool. People think there's ginger in the gin in there. It's not, and it just happens with that cask. Every time I do it, it's got ginger flavour that comes out of that single malt cask, which is, yeah, cool. But yeah, it does. Oh, wow. Happen. Yeah. Random. Uh, have you done it in a different cast and, and yeah, got a dip, not got the ginger before? No, I've done it in another um, ex single malt cask and same thing, ginger. Okay. Came through. So, yeah, yeah. Right. Must be something about the, you know, the oak and the. Um, and the botanicals or whatever, yeah. and that's what it does. Yeah, okay, it's, cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's really cool. Anyway, um, I do have a couple of whiskies, but um, yeah, we can we can talk about them later if I if I crack one of those and and we go on a drink. Anyway, I'll pass over to you, Wes. What is, what have you yeah. uh, got in your glass? So, um, I had a craving today. Funny, my mind works really funny uh, for a Speyside whiskey. I found I was at this event. A venue we're doing an event on the weekend at Historical Village. I found this. I'm looking on the shelf. They got all sorts of stuff on the bars and stuff. And I found this tin of this old Glen Murray single malt Highland Scotch whiskey. And it had a picture on the front Scotland's Historic Highland Regiments, um, which is the Queen's own Cameron Highlanders. And then opened the box and it had the bottle in there, not full. Um, it was really cool. It was, I think it was a 93 release of a 12 year old Glen Murray. And I've gone, oh man. Since then, I've been craving a space side, and it, it looked really cool. It's like one of a kind, like it's just sitting up on this shelf. It'd be, you know, collector's item 101, just sitting there. And and this place, then I start looking behind the bar, and there's old bottles of dimples from years ago. So, I've, anyway, I had a craving for a space side. So, I just, I was running a bit late, just grumped in and just grabbed a bottle of a 12 year old Craggenmore that I had sitting on the shelf. Just a nice space side floral. You know, it's got everything you want in Speyside whiskey. Really aromatic on the nose. Real easy drinker. So, yeah, just grabbed that off the shelf and hadn't opened that for ages. Been sitting at the back of the shelf. 
not the best whiskey in the world, but it's just a nice, easy drink in Speyside. So, yeah. That's well, like like about. like you said, you like you had a craving for for yeah. for a Speyside, and you know, like that's yeah. what's available if it fills the need. You know, like that that's the go, isn't it? Yeah, and it's and it's not all about drinking a five hundred dollar bottle of whiskey. Like it's it's a great little you know great little whiskey, and it and it fills a gap. It's a perfect example of a Speyside, I reckon. You know, little twelve year old. Perfect. So yeah, my Glenmore. I did have some Glenmore there, but I had like a little bit in the bottle. So which is you know, a gem, Glenmore is a good little scoffer too, for the price. If you want to keep that on the shelf. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Glenmore is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For the, for Adrian the and I, have, Adrian and I have both always got a Glenmore um, available. Yeah, yeah. Well, always floating around somewhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was really cool. And like, and there's like bottles of whiskey on the shelf. There was like a, a which I hadn't heard of some of them. There was like a, a King George Old Scotch whiskey, whiskey, a Long John, sitting on the shelf. And these are big old bottles. Um, the King George was an Old Scotch whiskey blended. King George the fourth, fourth, Old Scotch whiskey sitting on the shelf. Isn't is that a is that a Johnny Walker? I think it must have been an old Johnny Walker. Yeah. It's um. I got a feeling a, that, that that was like the upmarket, like back in the day, yeah. that was like an upmarket. And I think they a, still a lot do. of them. Well, it was a half gallon bottle, and a lot of them said bottle bottles for the Commonwealth. There's one there next to it, product Scotland Long John blended Scotch whiskey. The funniest one next to it was an old croak. It had a dead crow in the the. Um, I'll see if I can pause that, and you can see it. It was called Old Croak Kentucky Straight in Balming Fluid. Hundred proof bottled by you are stiff for external use only. Right, yeah, you can't see it. I'll send it. There you go. Oh yeah, old croak. Yeah, 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 yeah. old croak. But I think it's a play on words. Bottled by you are stiff. So anyway, it was cool looking at some old bottles today, and after seeing that Bayside, that's what's in my glass, and that's cool. That's how you sometimes what leads you to drink on the day is what's happened during the day. I reckon so. Nice. A very uh, very eventful day by the looks of that. Yeah, it's yeah. Really good. Definitely, definitely. Well, I decided to jump on the old boilermaker bandwagon. So I've um, and I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll change it up with a beer that got left over. Um, they got left at my place on the last session when the boys come past. They left a, a pirate life brewing uh, a sear and passion fruits. Uh, fruit sour so I've got that paired back with a Westwood rum cars cast strength from the whiskey club so I'm knocking that ball and make a pairing out um, just as something different and it's depending on what way that you want to go with it it works um, but I'd happily pair that rum cast back with um, a few like a uh, few different beers I wouldn't just rely solely on a sour for it um, whether I'd go down, or probably like a crisp lager, I could probably um, work well with that. Or uh, it might actually uh, pipe down like a rich um, imperial stout if you want to go down that path. But because the ABV is so high on that Westwood uh, rum cask, so there's a few directions I could take. But just as an easy, as an easy drink and baller maker experience, I thought I'll pair it back with the um, with that. Sour beer, which it's only three point five percent too, so 
it's nothing too stupid considering that it's paired up against something that's already 63 62.5 so yeah um but yeah bringing it back to boilermakers because for those that's uh, like i don't know if too much has been uh, mentioned on the podcast about what i also do um actually i think it was maybe the second episode um i made mention as to what i do on youtube like of a monday night and that's my boilermaker mondays and that's one that i've got about maybe 60 or just shy of 60 episodes and uh that's been a pretty cool journey and it's one that uh once sarah got towards the tail end of her pregnancy i i was obligated to go on the um the co-pregnancy diet with her and pull my alcohol consumption back <laughs> right back <laughs> and uh so i um yeah, put the show on a little bit of a hiatus for a little bit there and has still gone down that path. But I'm drawn to Boilermakers as a whole. I've just got the whole fascination of you know, pairing back whiskeys with beer and just spirits with beers too. So, and uh, I've recently been introduced to uh, spirits paired back with ciders, which I thought, what in the hell? But apparently it can be done. So I've been sent a couple of ciders uh, to muck around with, and there's a couple of boys that I'm going to eventually go through um, and do some comparison notes with. And, hey, I'll even bring it on the uh, Banner Over Whiskey podcast if it's, uh, if it's deemed appropriate. Otherwise, if it's, a, if it's an abomination, then uh, we'll forget that I had the conversation. But uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the boilermakers that come to mind were there was a – there was a whiskey event, which I'm so glad that events are up and thriving again in Victoria uh, after it was all online for so bloody long. But we're able to go out back to you know, bars again and brewery, uh, breweries and enjoy yeah, some drinks in person, have a chat with the, uh, with the production uh, team or whoever, or the, or the distillers. And there was one event which Three Ravens Brewery in Thornbury were holding called Malt and Hops. And it was, wait for it, four Boilermaker pairings. So it was a big session and it was co-hosted by um, uh, Yao from the Elysium. And the, because uh, long story short, the beers were Three Ravens uh, beers that were produced on sites. They all had such an amazing tale about them. And then Yale was given the task of pairing him back with these particular whiskies. And it was very curious to see what direction that he took with regards to how he was going to pair these beers up with whiskies that he had in mind. And he didn't just stick to the one theme of whiskey. He went right across the board. Uh, so as far as location. So he started off with a uh, Brunswick-made uh, straight rye, the gospel, which is paired back with one of their wild red ales, which, man, it legitimately had vinegar in it. Like it had like a, a percentage of vinegar in it. It was very, very balsamic and very just, you could pour this particular red ale over, uh, like you could pour it over a salad or anything. And it didn't make a difference. Like it was just such a wild, like fermented, bloody red ale it was crazy so the the gospel straight rye just tamed it right back it was actually really quite enjoyable 
And um, and then he moved on to uh, a fresh roast brown ale, which is more my style of beer, like a nice darker beer, uh, not hop driven, and just just sessionable. It was a real real pleasant uh, brown ale, and um, like heaps of coffee notes in it, uh, like roasted coffee notes. It was just yeah beautiful, and they paired it back with uh, Belcones or Belcones um, Texas single malt which I thought was very refreshing. Um, had, like, heaps of coconut drive in it and just worked uh, really well. Had, like, some reminiscent coffee notes too, so that blended in like a real complimentary style. And then he moved on to what they call framboise. Yeah, framboise, which is basically raspberry, raspberry juice, raspberry sour. That's what it was. It was just like you pulled raspberries, squeezed them out, Turned that into a beard. It was just flat out raspberry. And he went down the path of going down an Irish whiskey, paired it back with Hyde's uh, port cask. And that, once again, was very complimentary with the fruits that you'll get from a port cask and the just the overall creaminess that you get from uh, triple distilled spirit uh, from Ireland as well. Just worked really well. And then we got to the tail end the fourth and final baller maker pairing was what they call the Bapios. And for those that don't know what Bapios is, uh, it's like a limited release beer that uh, Three Ravens come out with. Barrel-aged, uh, peated, imperial oatmeal stout. If that doesn't spell what the hell for you, uh, like these guys even went to the path of on the bottom of a can, you have a look at it, and it actually says "Hail Satan" on the bottom of it. Like you already know that you're in, you're in real deep. <laughs> and it is an 18% imperial stout, so it is a no joke stout. And they paired that back with the Astra Morris. Yeah, yeah it's that it was full of very like on the nose. This thing was just pure Vegemite. It, it just like on burnt toast, very just crazy, but it didn't pellet like that. It was so sweet, it was very deceiving and uh, almost drinkable, like drinkable considering the ABV. But yeah, you'll find out very shortly afterwards that you were drinking something that was eighteen percent alcohol. Uh, so they paired it back with the Astra Morris Ardmore. So uh, so that's a Highland uh, peated. Uh, whiskey uh, independently bottled, and that was a ex uh, refill bourbon cask, and that worked amazing with it. So, and all of these, because for those that also follow my show, um, I tend to chop and change the direction of what way I sample my whiskey and my beer, and I'll either go uh, like a beer wash and then follow it through with the whiskey rinse. Or I'll swap it around the other way and go uh, whiskey wash and then rinse that down with the beer afterwards and then see how it goes. But then I'll always chop and change with, uh, like, there's always going to be a different third element that you'll get, which you usually won't get from either drinking the whiskey or a beer on its own, which is what fascinates me about Boilermakers. All of these particular pairings were done where they were tailored strictly to try the whiskey first and then the beer afterwards. So I thought it was real, yeah, it was a real cool session. And, 
yeah, it made me realise that I really need to get back onto the ball and make a bandwagon and start one pumping out more um, uh, episodes of Baller Maker Mondays, but two, I actually want to start running some Baller Maker events, uh, in particular with um, uh, with with the Bladnock, because well, I've already got. You want to get into the Baller Makers now? <laughs> well, you know what? You got the perfect. Um, yeah, there you go. You got the perfect whiskey there to do your Baller Maker with. So, well, what you say about the perfect two whiskeys? <laughs> yeah, and it'd actually be good to compare between the um, like what the differences are from the casks because the Offerman, like the first edition, was um, oh, actually, what was he as it got written down on what the cask was yeah. on the first Offerman? Was if that was just bourbon? Oh man, I'm getting too bourbon old, bourbon. I can't read that small writing, you'll have to bear with me for a bit. I, I like I'm I, <clears throat> with ballmakers. I've never understood how you how you decide um, what beer to pair with a whiskey. <clears throat> yeah. Like for example, what would you pair with that um, Kentucky Straight Embalming Fluid that um, that Wes was talking about before? I'd have to be. Would it be for Bud Light for sure? Bud be. Light. BB. Well, I don't know what you look for, John, because I like I like the beer. Same thing. It's got to complement the whiskey, and sometimes I'm looking for similar flavors in the malt. I'm and I'm not a boilermaker expert, but I like a beer that complement the malt flavors or something like that, or the uh, sorry, the whiskey, the a whiskey that complement the hops flavors, fruitier beer. But I'm not as in depth with you. I'd love to know how what you're looking for to come up with that. Yeah, well, the there's like the approach that I've been shown, and it was a real cool article, which is where I uh, I, I, I started basing my my baller maker reviews from. Uh, truth be told, was um, on the I think it was on the whiskey list page where I got the article from, but it was a real solidly written article strictly on baller makers and what approach to take, and the easiest way and like. Yeah, the easiest way to get into baller makers or to like the direction to take with baller makers is to go down the path of the three C's, which is what I call it. And it's either compliment, contrast, or cancel. And compliments uh, an easy one to go for because you're just looking for something that's going to work its way into like just just to combine like you yeah, compliment one another. Um, it'll work well whether it be that you wanted to like uh, bring out like the um, like you know, the malt characteristics from the whiskey, or if you want to enhance um, you know uh, particular uh, uh, like uh, fruity notes if you've used like a port cask or a sherry cask or something in your whiskey, and you want something that's really going to highlight you know and work well with that particular whiskey, then you're looking for something that's going to complement it. Uh, if you want to go contrast, you want to go something that's Basically, opposites attract. So, you know, think along the lines of sweet and sour. Um, you know, something that you just think, yeah, like they're polar opposites, but they just seem to they seem to find a way in the in the middle that just works. So that's you know that's like a contrast uh, and like something that highlights certain strengths, like uh, in like yeah in the whiskey or or like let's just say you're going in for a uh, heavily peated whiskey and you want to just 
instead of going like your typical route, like uh, if I want to complement a peated whiskey, I'll probably use a, a like an imperial stout or a, or a porter, perhaps, or even a barley wine, something big. Uh, if I want to contrast that, I'll go with uh, something like um, well, depending on if the peated whiskey was finished off in like a, a peated port wood or something, <laughs> or uh, or whether it's a peated sherry, I'd maybe go down the path of a sour where it's yeah, like you just think, all right, well, it's it's going to do something complete opposite ends of the spectrum. But it'll find something that's going to work in the middle. It may, um, uh, and it's this is where it becomes a fine line because you're going from contrast to cancellation. Uh, uh, cancellation is when it's almost like a palette reset, where if you want to um, dull out a particular flavor, if the peat's too strong, you want to pull the back and see what's going on behind the spirit, and uh, so then you will drink uh, something that will. Yeah, either kill the peat a little bit and yeah, bring the backbone of the spirit forward. Or if you want to go down the path of the beer's too strong and you know that the whiskey's gonna be able to pipe that down, yeah, then that's like a, a, a cancelling effect that you can go down the path of. So that's the crux of what yep. I would um yeah, uh go down the path of as far as you know, pairing back my beers and whiskey. Oh so oh yeah enjoy like if you i don't make boilermakers a lot i like sit down like myself but i love you get the right beer and it's an enjoyable session if you got the right beer and the right whiskey and drinking the two and like said you said that palate reset helps it's actually a good palate reset in between whiskeys as well and as we know beer is only whiskey that hasn't reached its full potential yet so good to this is it or it was whiskey um i noticed Vic, you were you doing a some sort of beer in your glass there? Yeah, I got um got some stout. I went to my local brewery on the weekend. Oh, and yeah. I stocked up. I got some nine percent stout. Mm. It's fucking delicious. It's got a lot of um a lot of coffee, espresso, coffee, tobacco leaf. Yeah. Some hints of uh, of chocolate, but it's it's strong just like a stout would be. And um, this is my stout beer glass. Yeah, right. Nice one. An Italian glass. Yes, it is. So I'd pair that back with the Offerman. Cheers, boys. That'd be a real good one for the Offerman. Yeah, I wouldn't pair. I wouldn't. Some. I don't got nothing against boilermakers, but um, sometimes I'm enjoy. I enjoy a beer on its oh, own. hundred percent. I don't pair with uh, any whiskeys, so this is one of those that's. Bloody delicious! Yeah, it's um, it's called Merino Brewery. It's my local, so it's down southwest of Sydney in Narellan. Yeah, right. And um, they're not very um, they haven't been around for long, but um, yeah, it was packed <laughs> when I went there. So I grabbed uh, they come in uh, one liter. Oh bottle, wow! And they come in yeah, two liter, and they refills. So you take them back. You pay the first time. You take them back, and you refill them. And I got. Got two ales wow. and uh, oh. these killer nine percent eighteen proof for our American friends. Is that How a killer? Cool is, is that a yeah? Is that a growler? Delicious. Yeah, I was just about to say that. That's, yep. that's yeah, cool. Like yeah. to get a growler these days. Like go to your local brewery, get a growler, fill it up, take it back. 
like that's mm. take back in time. And I just went to a local brewery they opened up here. And some of these guys are coming off out of the gate really hard with the beer they crack. You know, they're not mucking around. Like, you know, in, in the past, there's some been breweries that have, you know, opened up and their beer tastes like crap. But there's some really cool brewers out there that have gone, you know, they've mastered their art, brewing some really cool beer at home. And beer is not the easiest thing to make a good beer. Um, I'll, I'll take my hat off to them. And they're just going, wow, let's, yeah, coming out, opening a little bloody craft brewery and creating this sort of stuff. It's really cool. See. I took I took some from I haven't passed a review yet. By the time this goes to air, there'll be a review on my Instagram account. But um, it just I don't I, I you know you guys but now I'm behind the scenes. I'm always positive on my Instagram account. I try not to bring any neg- negativity or even doubts because doubts bring neg- negativity. You know, like remain positive in this shitty world. But it reaffirms my stance that. A good whiskey distiller is a good beer brewer. Full stop. That's it. Mm. I just, I just, Cheers. I can make beer. The best thing about like beer and whiskey, <clears throat> if you make beer, everything like whiskey is beer before it is whiskey. But I like in my whiskey that bit of bacteria that comes through, and you get that sort of. <clears throat> it it adds flavour to the you know finished product and then because you you know you're brewing beer but then you're boiling and then you boil and you you know you're killing all that when you're making beer man you got to be onto everything all that little bit of bacteria cleanliness is like in brewing cleanliness is next to godliness you got to clean everything the guts out of everything you don't want one little bit of bacteria and nothing in there and um i take my hat off to them because yeah to create a good beer and yeah good on them you, and you're not having a whiskey tonight, Vic? Just beer. Well, well not yet. Nah, I'm I'm drinking a whole liter of these. Oh, right, stay tuned, stay tuned, folks. <laughs> so half of it is gone, as you can <laughs> see. Half was in here. He's so. got another one in the freezer, chilling down as we speak. Yeah, yeah. So if you listen to this podcast, do not fast forward. Just... <laughs> Easy going. In in about fucking half an hour, I think yeah. you know. Either that or you'll be asleep. When Buckle up, folks. Buckle up, folks. Buckle up. Let's, let's, yeah. see, let's see what something. explodes first, his bane or Vic. I'll tell you something. I'm out after letting in. 500 million. All right. I'll tell you something. My favorite beer is Duval from Belgium. Okay. The yellow one. Everyone asks, which one, which one? Fucking the original one. The first one they ever made. It's a triple. Okay. It's high alcohol content. And um, years ago, when I first when I started introducing my friends to Duval, I actually made some to Duval years ago. I used to make beer and ended up at fucking 12% somehow. Anyway, one Duval, it's a meal. Two, fuck, makes you go all night, nonstop. Three, puts you on your ass. Gospel. See that just reminds me of bloody um, pints of pints of Guinness. Like if you go into an Irish pub, like what they are in the cans to what they are on tap. Well, bloody hell, in it's on tap Guinness, so, mate. You so gotta different. you gotta drink you gotta drink that with a fork and knife. Like it's a meal. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. So yeah, like yeah, get a couple of those in, and mate, you wouldn't want to be eating dinner with that. That's for did, bloody sure. Did like, you say that with an Irish accent, then John, or did you actually mean a fork? 
No, but with a fork and knife. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Hey, I like to get my kids to say that. Oh, nice that's a good head you got there, Vic. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Take a photo, Brad. There you go, Brad. Take good a luck, photo. Look at this. For the, for the podcast. So, so the listeners can see it at home. And uh, everyone should be supporting their local distillers and breweries. Yeah, definitely. Know. And that was the one thing. Buy local stuff. That's one thing I loved about this event, like that Boilermaker event. Uh, it's just, it was fun times just getting out, talking to the, like the uh, the production manager, uh, I think Bill his name was. Yeah, like he just ran you through everything. And then afterwards you just go to the bar, just try out like yeah, whatever new products have got on tap. And yeah, yeah, walk away with some packs, like support local. Always been big on that. So good times to be had. I reckon, John. I reckon, John, that that event, you know, had something to do with you posting all those brother makers on um on YouTube, because you know slowly, slowly you've been um getting in there, and um I've noticed, I've noticed more people are um, jumping on the bad wagon, which is a good yeah. thing. But you are the original one. <laughs> there was there's this American guy, there's this American uh, African American guy in the states. And he reckons you are the funniest. He calls you the funny Aussie guy <laughs> with the beer. With the beers. Yeah, he loves it. He loves your boilermakers. I told him, comment in them, man. Just comment. You know, put a comment. And you go, ah. But there's a lot of people that watch it and, you know, they don't say anything. Thick, you know? um, but, uh, yeah. I reckon just talking about that, the American mates, whatever happened, and we haven't touched on this since like episode three or four, Vic's Wandering Bottles. I think there's been a few issues. We haven't had to run in the report on a few glitches in the system. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody fucking rang up customs. I had three bottles sent back. Oh. And the last one I had to actually have a a good talk with the person. In the it looks like a, like a prison. So I think my name. You're wearing like there. an orange prison shirt at the moment. Like he's got the jumpsuit on, yeah. It's a jumpsuit. Last week it was bananas in pajamas. Yes, it's like a jumpsuit. Knock on wood, mate. Jesus <laughs> Christ, what are you oh, trying to fucking do? Orange is a new black. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh god. Now listen, uh, the states, the states. I'm sorry to say these for my American friends. The United States of America is out of the list for uh, indefinitely. Not really. And uh, it's to me, it's three strikes, you're out. So next, I'm not going to say which countries I'm going to send it to. I'm not going to say, look, fuck it. If they if they dob me in, they dob me in. Like I've got a bottle that's going to, um, we're going to try Canada again because it went through successfully. <laughs> I'm going to try India. I'm going to try Japan. So let's see. If customs get it again, once again, um, well, fucking hell, I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying. The thing is, Put in your kid's name. the carriers, the cheapest I could find, the cheapest carrier I could find, they want $200 to send a bottle of alcohol to America. 200 bucks. Fuck. Come on, man. I'll try a post charge of 60 bucks. <laughs> anyway, so the Wandering Bottles, three have been returned, rightfully, thank God, to myself. So we will try again. We will try mm-hmm. again. Actually, by the time this podcast goes to air, there should be one either being returned two three things will be happening by the time this podcast goes to air the bottle will be coming back to me the bottle will be on its way overseas but i'll be wearing real freaking orange, orange. <laughs> 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 but 
I'll be sure to take a little tub of Vaseline on me. Fuck, I'm not the biggest guy on the... I, I love it. I love it, Vic. I, I, your bottles are like, um, are like carrier pigeons. They just keep coming back. <laughs> no, that's not good. I'm trying. I'm trying to promote Australian whiskey. You know, I'm putting my. I'm putting the money where your mouth look, is. Trying to promote it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm buying. I'm buying an Australian whiskey bottle out of my own pocket, and I'm standing overseas out of my own pocket to friends that I've met, good friends I've met on social media, you know, and, um, you know, I'm cheaper than going overseas. And uh, not that the wife will let me, because probably instead of going for a week, I'll end up going for a year. Can't blame her. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing a good deed. So I can't see why karma, bad karma keeps happening. I keep getting returned. Sooner or later, I'll go um, through. So you I, should, you know. The cruise ships are back running out of Sydney now. You might find a couple of grey nomads to chuck a couple of bottles in there. So they're not. No. Suitcase. Like, what? who did that start? Mules. <laughs> He's talking about mules. Star nah. I use the mules for something else. The front else. of the boat. Like Starwood did. No? The thing is, that a lot of people that go overseas, they, they don't want to take well, anything. We need some new headphones for the podcast. No. We need we need sponsors. That's all we need. People listening, we'll take we're taking sponsors, you know, and especially tech sponsors for a word. Like if there's a, if 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 you're a sponsor and you and you your name Samsung, it's out. bother. It's out. Fucking start by giving no, me a fucking no, good phone. No. Actually, we don't want Samsung as a sponsor. We don't want no, Samsung as a sponsor. We need as a sponsor, mate. You'll have yeah, all the peas. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have all the peas you ever want. Oh no! <laughs> they, they don't have to sponsor. I bought enough of the stuff. Oh, your kids are saying, "Dad, I'm sick of eating peas every night." <laughs> oh, they get funny. to cross so quickly. I might do. Um, would you? Would you guys? Would you guys like? Um, what do you reckon? Well, we love on air. Might as well. What do you reckon if um I do a live next time? I do a live podcast from the local brewery, and you can ask me a few questions, Wes. I'd love that, Vic. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll hit him up. Yeah. I'll ask him. You know, that I'll pay for my stuff as you guys know me. No, I don't. I don't like getting anything for free, cool. so I won't be getting anything from them. Just, just out of curiosity, cool. ask questions. And any listeners, any people listening, just got a banter, banter, banter of a whiskey. And um, yeah, ask a few, pose a few questions that you want us to ask a beer brewer. You know, these guys, is as, as, they are as real as they come. They're just a local brewery up the road. They hired a, a shed, a warehouse, you know, in an industrial area, and they open up on the weekends. They've got a few tables. they got the stills right at the back, the grain there. And, uh, yeah, whatever you yeah. want to oh, And where's you can yeah, good, mate. You can you ask could maybe, you know, take a few whiskeys. We can, you could do a few boilermakers with John at the same time. You know yeah. what? That's a great idea. I'll get the young fellow to drive, drive me there and I'll take a few whiskeys. I'll actually hit up yeah. John on the messages and um, I'll, I'll, I know what they, I've got written down what they've got. And um, John, John is the expert. So John will give me a word of advice what to take. And um, yeah, the boys, I can get the boys over there drunk. <laughs> That'll be funny. If you can get them to send me down some beers to have a play around with, then yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that'll be see, even better. The beer, they don't boil their beer. So the beer is fresh, so they fill it up from the tap, and you got to take it straight home wow. and put it in the fridge. 
Yeah. So the, the yeast is still alive. It's a growler. It's none of the stuff that you buy at the shop yeah. that it, that boils. I don't know if, if people are familiar wow. with 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 the okay. with how beer is made in Australia or anywhere in the world. All the beer that you buy at the, at the store or at the shop, it's been boiled to kill the yeast, so you can take it home and leave it out of the fridge. Mm. This stuff is as real as they come, you know. Wow. It's getting, still cold. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't get any fresh Yeah, that's true. that's true. So does that mean you yeah, can only go... Only... Sorry, Brad, I was just saying, how long have you got until you take it from the tap till you have to get it home? Like, when does the... How long does the yeast survive or... You know what I mean? I used to make beer and used to... After... They used to say six months, it's gone. But after four months... They used to die, but I used to cap, I, like bottles, I used to cap and seal them. This is a screw cap. Mm. And I've noticed, I've noticed that after one week, it starts, it loses gas. Yeah. And uh, it starts, uh, the taste after three weeks, the taste starts, uh, starts going flat. You can't drink it after three weeks. But if you seal it with tape, I guess it'll last longer. But this doesn't last I, more than a few yeah, days in my house. Say, I think, but I think the road. question it's everybody wants to know is how the hell have they lasted a week? Yeah, true. Because <laughs> I, I bought three. <laughs> Bloody hell. And I wasn't antibiotics. So can you you can only buy growlers from from this brewery? Is that what you're saying? Oh, you can sit down and have yeah, a few yeah, beers yeah. if you like. They've got beer Okay, so, so they don't do cans? But yes. Basically. They, yeah. No, it's this is old school, mate. Yeah, that's this awesome. is, um, that yeah. is really cool. Okay. This is the best. All, all the more. Yeah, man, it, it is. It's, 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 it's all the more the reason to head down there and suss it out yeah yeah you know next time you guys come to sydney adrian if you come out to sydney to that whiskey thing yeah, yeah. i'll be taking you there you'll be fucking Ugh. going home blasted and we do support the responsible it. consumption of alcohol on no. the podcast oh, no we fucking don't we support <laughs> having a good time i'll be the responsible driver i'll get adrian well, and his fucking drunk and I'll drive him back That's to the hotel. Uber. Yeah, good on you. Yeah. I'll drive him. I'll make sure. Mate. Yeah, we I'll don't... make sure. I'll get the young car to drive him. <laughs> he won't be driving him. Oh, I love it. And it's cool the way they make that because, yeah, if they, you can't can it, bottle it, the yeast is still in there, you're going to get, like, don't drink too much of that, mate. Ooh. All that yeast, mate, that's going to get you. Why? Ask me in a couple I of weeks. I sent you guys a... I'll be right, I mate. I sent you guys a copy of the or the link in the comments with regards to the Boilermaker article, which that gives you like a real good rundown on Boilermakers, everything from the history to, um, you know, like how to pair them back and just some examples of what to pair what back with, which we can also add this as well um, to the Instagram um, uh, page yeah. once we uh, once we load this up. So then that way people have... A, um, a look at you know what I based uh, my my learning process on as far as boilermakers were concerned, and that pretty much puts it into black and white. Uh, you know what direction to go, and then from that point on, the journey is completely up to you with what direction you want to take it in. So, yeah, that's the whole fun of it. It's it's been awesome, and I've gotten to try some some cool stuff. Uh, I'm definitely one direction I'm really going to get back into again because there was one tasting that I've done which was um, the the most expensive boilermaker that I could 
come across because there was one beer that I tried, which was from Endless Brewery in the States, and it was an Imperial Stout blended with uh, barley wine. Now, the Imperial Stout was finished off in a, uh, what is it, uh, Woodford Reserve double oak uh, cask. And, yeah, they vatted them all together in this massive vat, and then they made this beer. And it was a hundred and ten or hundred and twenty dollars for a three thirty mil, yeah, baby bottle of uh, beer. I thought, well, shit, what am I going to pair this thing back with? And being like barley wines are a massive beer, heaps of profile in them, and a uh, yeah, an imperial stout as well that's been uh, whiskey barrel aged. Like, there's going to be a lot going on. So I thought, well, let's let's go for broke. And I paired it against the most peated whiskey ever made, which was the Brooklady Octomore 8.3. So, which, you know, to get your hands on a bottle of that now is like anything north of five, six hundred dollars, you know, uh, Aussie dollars. So, yeah, I worked out to like an eight hundred dollar or seven, eight hundred dollar baller maker, depending which way you want to go about it. So I thought, stuff it. Yeah, keeping up that like that theme, what other route can I go down? The next one that I want to probably attempt is the most alcoholic boiler maker you can come across because there's a beer that's been made in the States called uh, Snake Venom. It's freeze-dried, um, and I think it rains in at 63%. It's ridiculous ABV on this beer. So I don't see myself doing a full can unless I plan to be written off um, in a matter of moments. But, yeah, I'll see if I can pair that back with just for shits and gigs. So just fun boiler makers like that is the direction that I want to take. Like just, all right, fine, we'll go down the path of contrast and complement and, and cutting or cancelling. But what other direction can we go with? Let's try something different, like just for the sheer quirk of it all. So, yeah, they're um, – and if anyone's got any suggestions, throw them, throw them my direction. It, the stupider, the better. <laughs> so, I, I reckon, John, I got one suggestion for your uh, YouTube mm -hmm. videos. You can write it down. Or you can put it on a value, a value of um of the beer and the whiskey. It's good, good to know roughly, you know, how much you've spent. Yeah, fickle. Cool. You know, yeah, that wouldn't be a bad thing. You know what I mean. Well, like I like to know, I like to put a value on it, on it, on everything. Not that it matters when I go and buy shit, you know. I always go. Well, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. a sixty-three percent beer be a whiskey? Did you say sixty-three percent? I mean, what? like curious. What's it called? Snake venom. Snake right. venom. Sixty-three percent beer. That's that. That's that's like, and a lot of people buy. Yeah, that's it's, not beer. That's whiskey. Uh, it's it's basically. Uh, oh, so who make it? Uh, Brewmeister. So yeah, uh... these guys make it. Yeah, it's fortified so, beer. So, what would you say? What have, they, what have they added to it? They've had fucking spirits. No, they so. haven't. So it's been made like if to get something uh, like that high ABV, they are uh, like they freeze dry it. So, and that just like sixty-seven point five percent. It's officially the world's strongest beer. So they freeze dry yeah, it. Yeah. So okay, it's it's dried. Um, it, it's brewed in moray from smoked peated malt using two varieties of yeast, one beer and one champagne. 
They, uh, it's frozen several times after the fermentation process and the ice crystals removed. This concentrates the alcohol, the flavor, and the body of the beer as water is removed each time. It's then fortified with alcohol to increase the strength further. So that results in... So they fortify with alcohol. Okay, so they add alcohol to it and they remove all the water. Okay, it's not fucking real beer. It... Sorry. <laughs> no way. It's... It's... You know me, I call it as it is, boys. Oh, my God. Take a photo of that. Boys, we have Mick naked in bed. Take a photo of Again. that, Brad. Yeah, <laughs> surely. I thought this podcast was going to go down. And screenshot. Good to All right. Um, it's, yeah, it's a fortified beer. Adrian. It's a fortified beer. You guys need to... Do you guys need someone to say? No, it's already been round, dude. Do you know somebody? <laughs> Adrian, you got two whiskeys there. Yeah. Have you um have you got the notes out of them yet? Or? Mate, look. I prefer the first one. I get I, I I'll be the first to say I'm I'm rubbish at notes. But the first one's a lot lighter, obviously, because the second one is it finished in a Guinness cask. So yeah. it's got that stout. Yeah. It's a bit heavier on the palate. But, um, man, it's a tough call between the two. I'm uh, leaning towards the first one as being the, my favourite for the for the evening. So, yeah, I couldn't... What was the first one? Was it Bourbon Cows? Oh, man, my eyes. We, we went through... You remember, John? I can't read that. Well, yeah, we, we attempted to go through it. So, uh, now Curiosity's got the better of you, so I'm actually going to yeah. toss it out. Just Google I've, it. I've got... Well, I've got the bottle behind me, but it means I've got to take off my body oh. headphones and everything else, so... Uh, so this is the Nick Offerman, the Nick Offerman, ex-bourbon, um, the two Nick Offerman, ex-bourbon and rejuvenated bourbon casks. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so, so bourbon always wins in the end. See? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. So yeah. it's um well done. Yeah, well that particular like I really enjoy that Offerman. It's just a nice. It's you know what? It's it's not like it's it's young enough to it doesn't have. Like the the real punch you in the face kind of appeal that the Lagerville eight year old has, but that's right. It's it's got the complexities there to um, like it's just a happy medium between the eight and the sixteen year old because the sixteen year old just like it's just a heavy Peter powerhouse. But the more you get into it, like it's got that level of complexity about it. But the eleven year old is just a yeah, nice balance between the two. I reckon. I agree. That's it's, me personally. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely a lot mellower than the 16. And it's, uh, I don't know, I'm just really enjoying it. Yeah. It's nice and steady for a change. Normally, I just sort of, I really I quaff down something like this, but I'm just taking it easy tonight and just making the most of it because, yeah, I haven't got much left at all. Yeah, well, you got two drams there in front of you too. I was, so. um, I was curious about it because I, I haven't cracked any of my bottles. Same. Yeah, don't. I'll send you some of these. So... Very curious. Eventually, I will one day. So when you get curious, so the, the bourbon cask. Yeah. You your palate, Adrian. You 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 love those um, sour beers, don't you? No, I've gone off, and you gone love off the pieces. sour beers a bit. So I did try. Oh really? Yeah, I went through a bit of a phase here with uh, one of the local breweries, but it just got too much in, in the end, and I've gone off them completely. The sours, so I'm more back to a well. I'm drinking a. Uh, Probably can't see it, but it's a low carb pale ale. Yep. I like my pale ales now. So, 
Pale oh yeah. yeah. But it's I, got I got a palau from the Marina Brewery. Mm-hmm. Jesus you start so nice. drinking oh, too, like a funky shit going on in those beers. Like you start drinking a lot of that, you don't need to drink kombucha. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Fuck kombucha. <laughs> and even like I said, like yeah. Like I drink yeah, drink too much homebrew, you know about it. Yeah. Or too much. Do you drink kombucha? Oh, I love Where's... it with um, twofold and um, <laughs> oh a bit of slice of lime. <laughs> <laughs> and a, hand, a bit of... handful of ice <laughs> and a pint glass. Hey, look, Beck, I've, I mean, I've just finished off a bottle of twofold and a bloody kombucha while we're sitting here. Hand of ice, handful of ice. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah, it's got to be the ginger and lime kombucha, mate. Well, Actually, were you, were you smoking the ice or what? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Howard, not John Howard, Scott Morrison just visited. <laughs> Very good. Sorry. Oh, hey, my guys, God. I got to show you this. Uh, I got to show you this. I'm, 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 switching to, I'm switching to a whiskey. Um, yep. No way. And and um, because of what day it is today. Um, oh, geez. Hang on a minute. You can't see that, can you? For the listeners at home, Brad's whiskey's been possessed. Hang on, hang on a beer. second. Hang on a second. Called kombucha. <laughs> <I'll>, um, <laughs> How much of that grill is left there, Vic? <laughs> the second one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, right. uh, so, I've gone to I've gone to a uh ah, a high oh, main yeah. whiskey and, uh, and because it's you know May the fourth. May the fourth. So, I've I've got uh, Darth and and a, and a uh, a trooper give me a hand. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh look nice. at that! That's um um the mayor style. Did you see that, Vic? Show him his glass, Vic. You missed that. Show the Vic oh. on your show, Vic. Your glass. That's the mayor style. Look at that. The Scotch trooper. No, oh, but the mayor used to have the buddy blokes hanging off his glass when he was drinking all the yeah. time. Yeah, Scotch Trooper as well. Scotch Trooper as well. Yeah. And now Manu seems to be taking that one on board. Really? Are we going to get yeah. some little... Very nice. Mix? Very We're nice. Job little Van over whiskey miniatures made of all of us so you can hang it off our glass. People will fucking buy it left, right and centre, I reckon. Hey. Well, you know, you know my, mine's never going to fall off the edge of the glass. It'll just stick... <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I reckon we should get some. Um, I reckon we should get some glasses, some um, Glen can glasses, or even actually for boiler makers, a beer glass and a whiskey glass. Obviously, Glen can because it's the most affordable yeah. and they're pretty good for the price, probably the best. And um, or some. Uh, but um, with the banter of a whiskey, some some yeah. um, good yeah. idea. Some of the logo on them. Yeah, for our for our listeners, why not? And maybe give away a half a dozen or something. We'll them on our website when we get one. Yeah, Mm. that's not. That's brilliant. See, see what stout last year lit off stout. (laughs) You're a city self broken no time. And welcome back (laughs) to some good old banter. (laughs) I like it. Like the other, let's talk politics. Why don't we talk politics? Actually, no. Pillows match big shirt and match Brad's background, so yeah, it's all very orange. Oh, god, Mick, Mick, people that are listeners, right? Uh, Mick as pink pillow covers. 
Man, I just it's, I just panned out. So it took you guys that long. I'm like, I'm giving you no, some, there's salmon. I'm giving you some ammo salmon. here. Did, I'm did, going like this. There's salmon. Did you make those pillowcases out of out of the shirt you wore to Brisbane when you went with Brad that time, and your your bed sheets are made out of your they pants? Were, Hey, hey, hang on a minute. When you say it like that, it sounds like it was a date. It, 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 it wasn't a date, all right? Oh, look, you look good in a... Look, I, think oh, I, know how, I know how it ended. Very disappointed. Why were you Why were you playing footsies with me under the table? It, it, it ended with disappointment. That's the it oh, it's all coming out now. <laughs> It's not going out now. <laughs> make it, make it. I just got to say, it's it's very refreshing to see you very um, comfortable with your feminine side, you know. Pink sheets and pink pillowcases. I commend you, mate. Says the, says the guy in the mango T-shirt. <laughs> mate, mate I, I... What is it? It, it doesn't know what... It doesn't I'm preparing... Know what you, you, you missed the... You missed you missed the first bit. I'm preparing myself. I'm getting myself in the mood for jail, mate. You know, I've got the little tub of Vaseline ready yeah, and everything. Yeah. You know, I'm going to try another wandering bottle, this time to Japan. Wow! Okay. Dancing beat. Hi, everyone. I'm your best friend. Back in town again. I gotta ask you a question, Wes. I gotta ask you a question. When you added to the podcast, are you sober? <laughs> are you drunk? No. <laughs> what? Tell no, me, let me know. Normally sober. Yeah. I just look for the best in all of like you guys. I just want gold. So it sounds so good at the beginning, and you know, for the outs, you know, we got to have some gold at the beginning. Yeah. It's all. It's all in good fun. It's all good fun. We don't mean so arms to anyone. Gold tonight, like man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, bad. No, yeah, it's good. We've had, like, it's been good, I think. What are we up to? We've released episode 13 last week. Um, It's been cool. Like, we've had, like, it's been yeah. amazing from where we started to where we are now. Getting back to some good old banter. Like, at the early days, we had some cracking guests on the podcast. Yeah. It's been so cool. But this is more the direction that we've got to go. Yeah, it's been now. Like, the, the what direction that we want to go in is... Like what we're doing tonight, that's proper banter. Like it just, there's been no script behind it. It's like right, let's just see where it it, it goes. Yeah, 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 I guess. I guess. What, what do you got in there, Adrian? Adrian's showing us it's something. Uh, F, F yeah, fuck yeah. So I oh, that's hilarious. The, um, oh wow, down the bottle shop and must be on a Australian beer. Um, it's American Pale Ale. Yeah, I don't know where it was. Maybe it was just a part. Oh wow, Big Shed Brewing. I've heard of those guys. Uh, they're massive. What were you going to say, Brad? South Australia. Oh, I was, I was going to. I, what I was going to say is that we, um, you know, like this. This is how it started. You know, like this is this is us sitting here having a dream. You know, just talking shit, basically. Yeah. You know, um, and I don't know who it was. Somebody said, "Oh, why don't we make a podcast out of this? Who wouldn't listen to this crap?" So. You know that that's that's kind of why we did it. You know, like because we always had fun. 
Um, and, exactly. and I think I think we kind of, 100%. you know, the, the feedback and and by all means, anybody that's listening, if you want to supply some feedback, ask questions, you know, you know, give us some, you know, some ideas on what we should do. Um, feel free to yeah. contact us on uh, on any of the social medias on Instagram, Facebook, um, or email us at banderoverwhiskey at gmail.com. Uh, banner over whiskey podcast at gmail.com. Um, anyway, you know, like this is this is this is the sort of stuff that we started with, and this is what we enjoy. And, and you know, yep. we kind of had a little bit of feedback that that it was getting a bit, um, I suppose, uh, sterile, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> professional, you know, like it, like <laughs> it was about it was more about the whiskey. It was more about the whiskey than gonna, about it's the It's never going to get that. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, well, well what that's what I thought. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> 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 well, well, we need to... Um, um, they just must be listening to We need to go live. In the background we need to go live and do a, 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 I don't know, a evening in bed with Mick or something like that. <laughs> in Mick, bed with Mick. That's gold. <laughs> People cannot see oh, it, I'm, but Mick is laying I'm not, down. Just, I'm just saying, I'm not doing that again. King size. Right? Yeah. <laughs> king that. size bed. That can be oh, that can be that can be a, that can be for a segue from those. Yeah. People stay tuned. People stay tuned. Coming with, to yeah. you shortly. When this when this podcast goes up, we were gonna do a live on Facebook. In bed with Mick. And Mick will be laying down in his pink sheets. Yeah. His pink pillowcases. His, his, his pink seven pillow he's, slips. His his oh, pink, his pink he's slip. He, he, you, didn't, you didn't know <laughs> this. He, he puts his <laughs> pillowcases the same color as his favorite food. So there we go. And you got some umami colored pillowcases. Yeah. <laughs> does a does a mummy have a, a colour? It's just a taste, though, isn't it? It's one of the five tastes. Vic. Listen, if wasabi wasabi five, is green, your mummy has got to have a colour. Come on, pick just a colour. Poo brown. Poo brown. Pink. White. White. <laughs> white powder. Oh, I love it. White powder. <laughs> oh, I love it. MSG. MSG. That's a mummy, buddy. MSG. Oh dear. Oh. Uh, MSG. Yeah. No, that's essentially what it is, eh? <laughs> essentially what a mum is. Um, Wes, Wes, you got something coming um coming up shortly. Um I'm thinking of buying some whiskey. And I wanna know if I gotta save up or not. Yeah. You got something coming on in the next big, couple of months so we've or not? Made a big big choice. We're doubling our prices. Fuck, that means I can't buy two boxes anymore. I can buy one box. Um, I actually had a tasting up here with my mate Matt last weekend. Went for a few barrels. Um, I think I might have a single malt in August, I reckon. Oh, okay. Oh, beautiful. Did you all have a... Uh, sorry, guys, I got on late, but did you all uh, have, a, have a birthday toast for the meal? Or? Birthday toast? Whose birthday? <laughs> you miserable Who's fucking Mark? birthday? It was Sunday. Have I got to get on there and say that? <laughs> Whose birthday was Sunday? Where's... It's so, Don't it's so yesterday. No, it's all good. Whose birthday was Sunday? Where's the birthday? 
Wes? Yeah. Oh, that's right. It fucking was. Yeah. If no, I just had a few whiskeys. Something different. If your dad hasn't got a beard, you got two mums. Two mums. That's it. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. I remember no, that. <laughs> He's house smashed for you. You were Actually, more smashed than Wes for his birthday, obviously. That's a pretty easy. Someone, <laughs> someone's trying to rob the guys. That that dog yeah. you can hear in the background for our listeners. It's Wes's uh, distillery yeah. dog. So if you're thinking of robbing Wes's fucking distillery, man, there's this massive yeah. dog that will eat your yeah. life. So don't even think about yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> He's chewing on someone's femur now, right now. Mm-hmm. He's killed someone. He's chewing someone. So there you go. <laughs> Oh, there's Again, another body to bury in the, the Oh, and also one thing, one thing I'll bring to mind for the listeners because this is for fresh off the press, whiskey and almond. So those poor guys had twelve thousand odd followers on Instagram, and their Instagram account was compromised. So and I actually uh, recall getting a random text that my. Um, my Instagram account will be shut down and whatever else. It was basically a bullshit scripted um, message yeah, from some random that whoever attacked the Whiskey and Almond Instagram page. They've recently started off a new Instagram page. So give those guys a like and share and you know, subscribe and support and do all the fun stuff that you do for Instagram accounts. Get their numbers back. Get that crowd back because they are one of Australia's best whiskey bars and very knowledgeable people which we will get on here at some stage to pick their brains and just just talk good banter with because yeah uh it's always fun times with them like i've got a lot of respect for them and you know i personally love them dearly because i've dealt with them you know over tastings or behind the bar um and just like on a social uh, level as well so yeah, get behind whiskey and almond. It's uh, their tag is whiskey and ale, all one word. But yeah, get get yeah. behind them once again. Yeah, maybe 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 they're the biggest in Melbourne. Maybe just get behind Bander over whiskey podcast first. Yes, that too. That too. <laughs> they're the biggest in Melbourne, John, aren't they? They're they're up there. Most famous bar. Like well, as far as as far yeah. as whiskey bars uh, go, uh, yeah, between them, the Elysian. There are, you reckon you can get, you can go down there and do a podcast from there? Easily. I reckon it could. I reckon it'd be great to have them have them on and Upst- you know. It'd be awesome to just no, hear all the back no- background noise. Oh no! After hours, after hours, so John can go through their. Could uh, I actually oh, okay. go through their uh, really old could stuff? Could I actually walk around and do the creepy old thing and just start questioning random? Customers throughout the bar, and then make my way over to the bar to invent over whiskey, and not get kicked out. Is the question? Maybe I'll just go upstairs. Fuck me, Dad. If we advertise, it could be better. Be all right. That's it could be better doing a... something like that. I reckon. That's not if, a bad we, concept, <laughs> if we advertise that, well, that Bantam whiskey is going to do a live from whiskey now, <laughs> yeah. mate. It'll be packed out. It'll be a full no, house. I wouldn't do it. I dare say they'd kick me out. <laughs> I did say I'd get kicked out in a heartbeat if I attempted that. But talking to the guys, yeah, I'd probably I'd be more than happy to get to the bar and have a chat with the master hours or whatever. Sure, um, 
Aren't they Mick, part, what, what are those? Aren't they part a, of what are those handcuffs for in the end of your bed there? Well, did you get them? Oh, God, God don't go there, Brad. Don't go there. Keep this M15. Keep this 13 for Americans, M15 for Australians. Don't go over 18. Don't go R rated. <laughs> We'll get banned from right, fucking social media. Yeah. Keep it 13, but drop the F-bomb, mate. Good on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mate, listen, listen, these days, kids, I know. my kids are not like they used to be. They swim more than You've only said now, the, that 5,000 times in this podcast, and you want to go <laughs> under 13 at the end? Like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, no. Anyway, I'll finish the one later a while yeah. ago. The one later on podcast. I reckon we've had some good times. My highlight. Well, who's my highlight? I think Whiskey Pete two nine one's been my highlight. No offense to anyone. Backwards was good. Oh, that was that was such an honor having Michael yeah, Myers from two nine one on. Such a famous photographer. Such a famous distiller. I just can't believe he's but still came really on. I can't really say one one guest wow. is any better than the others. Like every guest has yeah. added so much of the podcast. Eh? It's been an experience up up until now. We're gonna where are we gonna go from here? I, it, you know, like, um, uh, I reckon the podcast oh. that stuck out to me, um, and like they, they've all got different, like you said, Wes, they've all got different things, highlights to them and everything. But the, the one with Nico, um, from AWAS, man, mm-hmm. I just enjoyed that podcast yeah. so much. Like, um, you know, look, whereas with 291, like I just, I learned so much about, about what they do and, and how they do it and, like it's just an eye opener, but whereas with Nico, I just I don't know. It was it was really really struck home with with me, and I really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah. I thought Nico was uh, very good. Speaking of AWAS, um, Highwayman boys, who's who's getting on that? No, but that's definitely going to be a hot topic. That's for sure. There's uh, a lot of people that are going to have very. Very sore fingers on the end of the night by the amount of times they're mm. going to be refreshing the screen on the AWS website to make sure that they get a bottle. When is that? Is that? When is that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not too sure. And 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 he's yeah, he's forward, yeah. Thanks forward too. Did you yep. see that on yep. the on the socials yep. today? When are we getting high, uh, highwaymen in here? Very soon. Alert. No, Very no, soon. Stay, stay tuned. tuned. We don't want to give Stay too tuned. much away. We've got a lot in the pipeline. <laughs> That's it. Oh, we got too much. Well, we don't have too much in the pipeline. We've got too much to organise in the pipeline. I'm sure yes. we've got friend of the podcast, John Jarvis, is going to be back on soon. He's probably waiting for the phone call tonight. John, if you're listening to this, sorry, mate. We didn't get this organised in time to ring you. Maybe we, we got uh... Adrian tonight <laughs> instead. Maybe we should have mentioned this. <laughs> Maybe we should have mentioned this earlier, but Brad, maybe you can write it down. Um, any any distillers, any Australian distillers, big or small, if you guys want to come on the podcast, it's an honour for us Absolutely. to, uh, to yeah, speak yeah. and talk banter, you know. And um, and you know why? If you've got a few, a few bottles laying around, we will purchase them. We don't want yeah. freebies. We don't want samples. It's a good opportunity to sell some bottles because there's six no, of no, us. No. <laughs> and we always buy we'll, a, few, a couple we'll, of bottles we'll buy, and split the samples. So we'll there buy you go. Samples. We'll you buy went both ways. Um, 
we don't we we're, we're not yeah. we're not going to take it's, anything for nothing we'll we'll buy our samples yeah um, no. and have it happy to no. do that and um get you on and have a chat we're not definitely we're not like some of the instagrammers that want fucking free shit all the time you know we buy a bottle sometimes two of us buy a bottle and we send each other samples Later. That's Banner and Whiskey supporting Australian whiskey industry. I'll speak the truth. There's a lot of there's a lot of people out there. I'm gonna try I'm gonna try not to swear. There's a lot of people out there, especially on Instagram and Facebook, that uh, I support Australian whiskey, yes, yes. And then they ask for samples, free bottles, you name it. Fuck that. You wanna support Australian whiskey in You stuffed it. Buy a fucking bottle. You stuffed it. You said that you weren't gonna swear. Yeah. You swore twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got about ah, two well. thirds of the way through and Ten, ten seconds. Oh, I'm improving. Vic, I'm on the table. <laughs> Vic, we're nominating you for whiskey yeah, personality of the year. I think. <laughs> no, we're not. Nah, mate. I'm, 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 I'm nothing. I'm just, I'm just a consumer, mate. I just look at things from a consumer perspective. Imagine. And guys, imagine, imagine, imagine acceptance. <laughs> like... Oh, mate. A lot of people get embarrassed. <laughs> Trust me, there would, people I ducking would. everywhere. Right? Could you imagine him? What here? Oh right, yeah, put for your sure. Hand up. He uses tap water. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> well, well, the people. Just imagine. Look, look, look. Where, where's can relate to this? The, the people in the front. Where's can relate to this? I, I really love when it's a couple, um, uh, husband and wife team. Mm. I give it to them, and they've got, they've, and they've got um, a day job. You know, imagine. You just have the hard day work, and you, you get you get home, and you go, oh, I gotta, I gotta quickly, I gotta distill something. Oh, I gotta look at the mash, whatever you gotta do, and and someone else, the wife or the husband, vice versa, is checking the emails, and you get three or four, because I'm pretty sure these happen on a daily occurrence to a lot of distillers, three or four f wits that um, you know, I'm gonna say it, fuck wits, they want free samples. How would you feel? You just spent all day working your day job, you just came home and you decided to check your emails. And, and have a look at the whiskey that you're making, and you get these free loaders that want free stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you've got an order, two or three bottles, fair enough. You know, how would you feel? I want to... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. <laughs> as, I, as I said, imagine, imagine oh, him making shit. his way to the left. Thanks, thanks Bill Lark. I'd like to <laughs> The front table would be covered. Okay, so when we upload the podcast, I put it as I don't know if that covers (laughs) if that covers the C bomb. Um, (laughs) It's not. Oh, we, we, we might have to we might have to put a couple of beeps in this one. I reckon. I can bleep that. Yeah, 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 that'll be a bleep. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, we lost six exceptions for you. As Vic is wont to say, <laughs> well, we can yeah, that. And look, for people listening from the start, Vic's got this thing from episode one. Oh, we'll, we'll just edit this out. Like, it's if anyone's listening, it's not easy just to edit something out. Um, <laughs> you got to find, it, find <laughs> where it is. 20 times in a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah. One oh. hour 15, Wes. One hour 15. <laughs> That's yeah. right. All good. <laughs> All good. Brad, I like uh, Brad a banter over whiskey. I like that comment on the side there, mate. You're uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about a husband and husband thing. Oh no! 
Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Husband and wife, or husband and husband, or wife and wife, whatever you want to call it, team. Yeah, look, mate. You know, us. <laughs> we're just we're just here for the whiskey. Yeah. And the banter. And the banter. And the banter. And the banter. You make good whiskey. We don't I, I actually, I actually think people you know, are here more for the whiskey. But you know, <laughs> I reckon this episode should be called Raw. Just upload it the way it is, Wes. Don't fucking edit anything. Call it. <laughs> Fuck it. I think there might need to be a couple of bleeps. Yeah. Vic's back. Yeah, yeah. yeah two it is. Two growlers deep. Two growlers deep. <laughs> two growlers deep. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Deep. That's that's what this just Boy, become. Man. Two growlers deep and uncut. Two growlers deep, Roar. uncut. Raw and oh, delirious. <laughs> Vic's well, really fuck. Vic's acceptance <laughs> All right. Nah, all good. Well, on that note, we'd probably want to wrap it up anyway. So the idea was to try to keep it a bit more shorter and sweeter. Uh, it's definitely been a bit more than just sweeter. It's been uh, raw. It's been ugly. Spicy. It's been funny. It's been very spicy. It's been all of it. And uh, it's been fun. It has been fun. I have had a good giggle over this whole podcast. And that's that's what it's about. Like, it's about fun times. It's about, you know, six guys having a laugh with, you know, dreams in our hands. And that's what Banter Over Whiskey started off with. So, um, you know, the direction gets a bit loose and so be it. That's what happens over time. That's, that's the whole gig of it. So why not? Uh, but for those that were listening to this, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we've had um, basically talking banter with you all. So, yeah, thanks all. And we cannot wait to share the next podcast with you, uh, with or without a following special guest. We'll see. And no beeps on the next podcast. We probably And no beeps, beeps on the next. Well, we'll see how we go. Can't well, we go maybe, team, maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. But yeah. that's the We're ideal scenario. Spicy. Love All right, it. gents. Always a pleasure. Yeah, guys. Yeah. On the next one. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, I'll probably be in jail on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't it's going to be in a jumpsuit. Oh, well. <laughs> I wonder if you get oh, whiskey boy. in there. You've got to make your own. you got to make That's your own. That's it. All right, gents. Have a good one. Hey, hey thanks, guys. <laughs>